It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. Without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. All right, guys, welcome to this week's podcast. We're at the uh, redesigned Charterhouse Real Estate. If you've got any, um, uh, you know, the, uh, the yard signs are all over the place. A lot of people buying, a lot of people selling. Uh, stop on into the, the folks here at Charterhouse, and uh, you'll see a, a redesigned office and a bunch of smiling faces. It won't uh, How do you like mean, that for any like, great live read. Yeah. It won't mean much to them if they've never seen the old space. But, yeah, we uh, we moved the pool table. So Whose idea was that? Uh, that was mine, man. I, I, you know, the old setup was uh, – we added a little coffee bar station uh, in this back corner. About time. Yeah, we needed uh, we needed a more defined workspace. It was a little too crowded up with the living room. So this opens I, things up. I don't know how you guys. Honestly, I can't do it the way that you guys do it without an office. Yeah, because like we have a similar deal at our open quote, con- open concept, and it's really hard for me just mentally to if there are other people around. Like I, I have this weird deal within me where I feel like I constantly have to be talking to these people because I don't want them to think that I'm mad at them. <laughs> so you're making you just, small talk yeah. when you don't want but to. But I don't want to be talking to them, but I feel like I have to. I don't be. have that same problem. I can ignore them. But uh, no, Nick, Nick Nick had a point, though, because I'm I'm getting a desk within the space. It's it, Technically, it's like more like an architect's table. Okay. When you say desk, do you think of drawers? Like it's going to have some drawers in it? Because this does not. So. so I have a desk at um, my home office, which is my place where i prefer to work because it's just quiet it's me and my dog i can listen to some music and yep. and i do not have drawers with the desk it's glass yeah uh but then i have you know furniture around where i have drawers so that kind of makes up for yeah that. so i've got a table coming and uh does anybody they, else they, get a table or is it no, just no, well they get a table it's right there okay that, that's their workspace but uh nick was telling me and nick can defend himself here but he was saying i felt a little bit like uh daddy and his getting separated from the children a little bit but hey you know i'm gonna i'm gonna pull rank here you know when your name's on the door and you feel like you need a little bit of your own space you, you get your own space so See, i never had an issue with it but we've always had this uh i guess open concept in here you yeah know, and all it does is, is create some separation which you is guys, fine because he owns the business do you guys call mark daddy um nate does sometimes i, I will a little bit nate yeah does sometimes God, I watched. It's more like, hey, d- d- Daddy like? Does so, Daddy like that one? The, the, the girls that work here aren't supposed to do it, though. Here's what's <laughs> just, just the guys. This, yeah. that, that just reminded me. This is yeah. a good transition. <laughs> so every every week on, like, Thursday night, I'm just ready to have a beer and wind down. Like, the week, like... It, like, that's your first one of the week? I try not to drink Monday through Wednesday. Yikes. I try and just keep it you to should Thursday, be, Friday, you, you should Saturday, be you, buddy. Sunday. You should be married to my wife. It turns her on when, like, I drink, and I do it so rarely. Like she, like, like I, she gets well, she, she gets moist. She, she no, she. I don't know if she gets moist or not, but she just she um, she just likes it. Like she'll notice it. So if I go home and this is rare, a long day, and I grab a beer, and she just sees me sitting at the table grabbing a beer, she'll she'll like notice it and comment on it because my drink of choice, as we all know, is, is milk. So another example: last night uh, we went to the Big Steer last night. I've heard, I've heard it's good. Altoona, never been before. How have you never been there? That's uh, right up your alley. I was saying the ambiance is a really good first date place if you happen to be 60 and a widow. Oh, that's yeah. that's the ambiance of this place. Food was good. Service was good. Uh, but I, I I did a soda. I didn't do a, a, a beer. She was like, God, be a man and get a beer. Like, yeah. she'll say this to me, right? I, I need to marry her. So she'd be, well, you already like your breast milk. I mean, yeah, she it, got that it, in it, it really wasn't bad. Which is, which is fine. So anyway... Continue. Continue with the story. I'll have some more of that here coming up. 
Not for my wife. Once the fetus is out. Yeah. All right. Go for it. What do you got? <laughs> the what? Oh, so last night, mm-hmm. I, I was um, I was kind of picking up around the house, and I, I'm doing this, and I wanted to talk. I'm I'm doing a presentation at the Market Five One Five thing for Saw Catch that Des Moines on Social. Yeah, nice. and so I'm working on this, and I, I was in a weird mood. I didn't want to watch sports because there really wasn't much on the Braves. I had the Braves on one TV and it's just kind of background noise. You guys know how baseball is in April. Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones. Um, I didn't want to watch politics. I'm just, I'm fried with all that. Like I just, we have plenty of that coming up. Yeah. So I'm fried with all of it. Didn't want to watch that. Um, I, I have a weird deal where I'll only watch a movie or a series. If I can be 100% like watching it. I won't ever watch anything like that on the side. Watch billion, you, billions. It's good. I've heard. Do, I've heard good things. Would you rewatch? Like I always have like The Office playing, right? Like <laughs> so I, you I, just I, let I, me can, into it. You can tune it out, but you can always be like, oh, I love this part. So I turned there on The is. Office last night. All right. Crazy that you said that. <laughs> Nick is, by the way, like an aficionado with The Office. We did Office I, trivia. I, you I knew, you knew way more than I thought you would know. Yeah, but I knew way less than the other teams there. Yeah. We got hammered that night yeah, uh, on the scoreboard. Not I. Yeah. I I started watching just random like episodes of The Office, and it reminded your conversation about being called daddy. Yep. The I got to the sexual harassment episode <laughs> where who's the guy from corporate who comes in? He has like the OWI and like Ryan has to drive him around. He's the guy from Saturday Night Live. Oh, Will Ferrell? No, Will. It's not Will Ferrell. Um, God, what's the guy's name? It's so freaking funny though. Like watching. Michael Scott talk about sexual harassment, I, that and that's all I could imagine is like you. Yeah, I dread that stuff, man. I'll look it up. Talk about one of those. It's it's in season two. Nick. One of the most. Yeah, I know it's early on. It's season two, episode three. I was watching our, it our office. Our office is roughly the same size as uh, employee wise as Dunder Mifflin's office. <laughs> I, I worry about this stuff all the time. We have a certain oh. guy, you know, him named Bensy. Oh. I'm like, oh, oh god. my god, I hope Bensy doesn't say something today. How has Bens not gotten you sued? Honestly, that's a god honest question. Oh, I don't know, dude. I just occasionally remind him to take it easy. Like, all right, big, all right, big fella. Vince doesn't hold back on anything. He d- not much, not much. But you know, and I, if it was all guys here, it'd be a little different. After mind him, we got some females. So here, Vince, so we got to tone it down. Vince is like super duper conservative, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's I have an, that's an understatement. I have two yeah. guys in my life who are who fit that mold. Yeah, Vince is one of them, and I, and I won't name the other. Yeah, and it's, it's not you because <laughs> you're a rational conservative. Rationally, you said, not irrational. No, you're okay. irrational. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, and, and parts of me are very conservative. So, like, I can all, I can generally like put my mind in what you're thinking, and we can come to a common ground. I have two guys who are not like that, and it's something about these guys, and I and I don't I don't know if it's because they're super conservative. <sighs> they text me nonstop about the weirdest stuff, and like, the, and it's never like a oh nice day out. <laughs> it is like oh. <laughs> Screw that person! It is uh, no, it's, like, it's, it's well, like, it's, well it's it's like, you still believe that, don't you? These guys after, after this, text me while it. I'm on the radio, like just angrily, like capital letters. Bensy is uh, Bensy's a great guy. I like Bensy. In fact, he was proactive today and apparently booked some rooms for Vegas. So nice. So, so there you go. Bensy's so. a good dude. I'm not talking no, he, down. He, on yeah, him. no, he's a good dude. But you're right. He uh, he loves a good meme. Oh, I love it. Loves true good, or not? Loves, yeah, yeah, loves a good not. meme. Uh, he likes he likes to shake things up. You know, that's yeah, he's purposely doing and a lot it. of it's he, that he knows what he's doing. A lot of it's that. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't know that he believes half the stuff that he puts out there. says. Yeah. This, just, I think this, he's looking to get a rise. So the other guy, it's a little bit like I don't want to compare them because they're not very similar. But to put this in context, he, he's a little bit like Gray in that he's kind of always trolling. Yeah. Like Gray's one of those guys. You, you just don't know if yeah. he's telling you the truth or yeah. later he's going to come back. You believe that? Yeah. Like, oh, those, you know, you just can't tell. That's yeah. that's valid. Yeah, that's valid. So no, I uh, um, the other guy is a huge Nebraska fan. Yeah, and now See, like that, it's that's stri- why I have issue with Ben because he's strike too. It's nonstop, like texting me pictures of like Hoiberg and Larry yeah. the Cable Guy, and Hoiberg and Tom Osborne, and it's just like it's really getting to the point where. I'm gonna just vomit on. on have you uh, have you figured out if anyone has purchased Go Big Fred yet? It was it was no. for sale. Uh, I do own a Nebraska 
URL. Do you? Do you, you want to share it? I'm not going to do anything with it, but I own it just so nobody else could do it. Okay. It does happen to be if like it's, it's not Hus- Cornhusker fanatic. Huskerfanatic.com. Yeah, that's what it is. I did buy it the day of. I bought it for like three dollars and ninety eight cents, or oh, you got a deal, whatever it was. You must but, not go GoDaddy. Those are like twelve bucks. No, something. I was on GoDaddy. Wasn't it? that's yeah. cheap? Though. But I think I had like Fun credits sale. because I own all these URLs. I think it was based. I, I got a discount. I think that's what it normally was. Yeah, but I, I do not plan on doing anything with it. In fact, it's weird. The more that the Hoiberg thing goes on, the less I think I'm rooting for him there. Just because of their fans? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still love Fred. He's still my boy. But their fans are just driving me so crazy that I just yeah. want to scream. And now I'm like, I, I it, like it's, it's going to be difficult. I'm just being honest with you guys. Like, would you say essentially you didn't care before? Like, great, yeah, you got a new job. Like, it's, it, I don't care. I wrote like, a 1,200-word column right? about it. But and now then, you're like, well, everybody dude, else, like, know, screw you, you guys. You know what hit home, too? I'm not rooting against Fred either. But what hit home the other day when I saw the headline was, uh, the reminder that Fred is now dipping his PP in Arvada soup over yeah. here. He's uh, offered scholarships to, to uh, Ames kid. Mr. Ames High. Yeah, that will I think win the state long jump this year as a freshman. Uh, super talented, multi-sport yeah. guy. I mean, if he's talented, he's not going to Nebraska, right? Dipping his PP <laughs> into our water is that what you Arvada said? Arvada soup. Arvada. <laughs> you don't want that. Have dude. you? Have you ever done Fred, that? I mean, Fred's I mean, you, like, can you, you do that in talk your own about soup? It, you talk about an inside track with a guy. Fred's over there going like, aim's high, dude. You know, have you, this spot, did you go over there? It's where I met my wife. You know, whatever. It's like, I'll come see you to track meet. Whatever. He's got that inside track. I think that helps for sure. Yeah. Not that this kid wants to go play at Nebraska. I mean, who the hell wants to do that, to be honest? But anyway. So uh, I, owe, I owe all the listeners an apology, apparently. Why? Because I should have known that it was Todd Packer we were talking about. Oh, yeah, Todd How did Packer. Frickin' take that long. That's to who it was. Yeah. Wait, but that's uh, that's David Keckner, right? Yeah. He's not SNL, so he threw. He was on he's SNL. Been on. He was I don't on, know. I don't think he was a cast member. I don't oh, think he was I a regular he was. cast member. Him, I hence, say. that threw me off because I'm thinking SNL. Who the hell is that? I tell you what. If I thought he was put on together for a, a website to look up that kind of information. Uh, would be fantastic. I, I don't know. In theory, maybe. Packer. Yeah. Look up. Look up uh, Keckner. See if he was on there. Okay. So then. Um, Another episode that I watched last night was the Dundies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The Dundies. Yeah, the, the episode one is the Dundies. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, you talk what? about one of the great episodes. Yeah. I, li- I liked your idea, but it, it's like the Syphies. That's all it is. Cycle and Fanatic, the Syphies. I think we yeah. should have a Dundies. He did year-long stints of sketch, sketch comedy on Saturday Night Live. Okay. And year-long stints. Yeah, I don't know what that so means. So not part of the cast itself, I guess. I knew I, I, knew I had <clears throat> seen him there, though. Yeah. I, whammy for those yeah. that don't know who we're talking about champ, champ kind yeah whammy um yeah i i think the the dundies uh would be you can rip that off do a cyclone fanatic dundies the the what award thing about that would be the awards yeah what are the titles of your awards what are you giving out see the thing is like and i love all the folks on on our staff they're all really like sensitive people yeah so i wonder if they what, could take it yeah like, like is it, it's basically Nick, a rose. Nick, Michael would, Scott doesn't give an F know. if you're give, offended give, by give it. Give me an example. Can you remember an example of a couple of categories for the Dundies? Like you know, uh, Kevin hottest got, hottest in the office or best looking in the office. Best, that went to Pam. Um, Kevin worst, had the one right, the worst smelling yeah, bowel movement. Don't don't, <laughs> that was an don't thing. follow this guy after <laughs> he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the exact names. Um, Stanley uh, got whitest, the whitest shoes. Yeah, Pam got whitest, whitest shoes. shoes. Yeah. Uh, Angela got like best butt. <laughs> One of my favorite favorite <laughs> moments. You guys would know the premise of this, but the, like an actual moment on the show, and we all know that Michael Scott hates Toby. Oh yeah, with a passion because he's corporate, and he and Toby's leaving, so Michael's gonna tell him off, <laughs> yep. and then Toby st- stays, and he still has to read the questions that he had prepared for him. And, like the first one is like. Where do you get off? Or like no, it's, a, it's a, uh, his exit interview. Yeah, the exit interview. <laughs> thought it was just gonna be those two, and then the, Holly, the new HR rep, walks in. And he's like, he can't just tell him off the way he wanted to. He got him a rock. I think it said "suck on this" or something. <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to spin it. Where'd that like, come from? Spin these terrible questions into something positive. <laughs> who do you think you are? Yeah, who? Do, yeah, who do you think you are? Becomes who do you think you are? <laughs> it's great. Um, I need to. Uh, make one final request, by the way, because I'm the world's best son. Actually, no one's ever said that, but I should try more often. Um, for any Fockers out there that are listening that have a spot for Size House of Trivia this weekend uh, and they want a ringer, my dad, Jimmy, still looking for a spot. 
I, I saw you post that the other Jim, day. Jim, Jimmy could uh, – you you can vouch for Jim. I can as well. Williams. Jim knows his stuff. Yes. And a lot of people go there not trying to win. I understand that. Jim also can drink beer. So if anyone has a spot, even a last-minute substitution, this it's Jim's favorite night of the year. So I'm trying to get him a spot up there. I'm being a good son. If you've got a, a spot at your table and if you want someone that will know 60%, 70% of the answers, probably – Jim. Yeah. He's a ringer. He is a ringer. He's a good dude. He's a ringer. And he is 70 years old. So, you know, he's not. we're not sending a young kid. But that helps in that trivia stuff. You, you gotta have, oh, yeah. You got to have the, the you gotta, diverse crowd yeah. there. Yeah. So, if anyone That's has a spot, tweet at us. Let us know. We can definitely get Jim up there to help you. And uh, it's better than inviting some friend of yours that knows nothing at all yeah but you this like th- that's assuming that you're using this like wanting to win oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of those teams don't care uh, agreed well it's totally, not that it's totally not no, help you compete. it's not that they don't care they just don't know the answers <laughs> and once you once you're there you're they're like just, oh let's just have fun and they're drink. just gonna yeah, get oh, we weren't here to let's win just anyway. have fun and drink yeah yeah absolutely so well, i'll do my son part uh happy birthday to my dad Turned, oh nice. uh, 71 yesterday yeah. So, yeah. It's good to have your father recovering around. from uh, shoulder surgery. Apparently, he was out throwing 75 mile an hour fastballs. And, no. uh, doubtful. No, no, doubtful. It's just a rotator cuff. How thing. fast, by the way? Because I saw a video, Chris, that uh, Sean from KXNO posted uh, at the iCubs game. He was on the pitch machine. <laughs> how, how fast do you think you could throw a baseball? You like get, now? You, you get three warm up tosses. And then you got to let it rip down at the uh, eye cubs on the old radar. Just so you know, from an arm health standpoint, three is not enough warm up pitches to just be launching oh, off yeah. like that. I don't know. I'd be in the sixties probably. Yeah, I would say I would. I'd be pretty low right now. I, I would. I would guess, <laughs> and I have no idea. I would guess you'd be under sixty, and I'm just basing that off of off of me and like other people <laughs> I've seen throw. And the fact you probably haven't thrown a baseball in quite a while. Uh, okay, then 50s. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I remember back in the day. Like, in our minds, we always build it up to yeah. like, oh, I could do that. But Oh, those guns, those aren't accurate anyway. Yeah. That's got to be 30 miles an hour off. I was uh, a reminder of that I'm definitely getting older. Um, we have a guy here that works here named uh, Tyler. Tyler, you don't look at Tyler, Nick, and go like really athletic, probably. Oh, world-class he's, he's, athlete, no. He just doesn't have that look. To him, and in my mind, again, in my mind, you're always thinking you're younger than you actually are, and you're more physically capable than you actually are. A reminder that was a few weeks ago when we were seeing how high we could jump in the office, and I jumped up and touched above the door. What's Tyler have to do with this? Oh, I'm getting back to Tyler. But when I did that, I reached up to grab the wall, and my shoulder has hurt since then, and that was about three weeks ago. Okay, so just, wait, it still hurts? I think I pulled something. It might does. hurt for like three days. Yeah, but. I think it's, it does. But anyway, we were at Adventureland last year for for Charterhouse uh, Adventureland Day at That's the right. pool. Yeah, yeah. And we found How one of the... How much pee is in that pool? Oh, just so much, dude. Yeah, there's just got to be a ton of urine. So much. But anyway, <laughs> out of all of us that threw the hardest that day, it was Tyler that threw the hardest. Was it? Yeah, he threw it faster than I did. And I'm like, I did not see that coming. And again, it's yeah. reminders of I'm 40 years old. And uh, my major league prospects are over. At this point, you got to use that, for the call. You got to use that mound, get the power from your legs. Yep. Well, see, in my mind, I'm like, remember the rookie, the rookie with uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, good movie. He's like, I like 35, 37 in that movie. He's out yeah. there throwing 90 mile an hour cheddar. Like, yeah, but like, he's an elite athlete. You're Mark Charter. He was not an elite athlete. Four he was four like forty. A, he was a dad. He was a dad. No, I thought it was four three. According to Gray, it's four three. Gray changes his mind every day. Yeah, hey, I thought you ran a four three. During the heydays of Northwestern football. Never. Northwestern Orange City, that is. Red Raiders. Just like, <laughs> just like Texas Tech. Yeah. Have you? Do you follow golf, Williams? I do. Um, we got a little golf on behind us here. It's Masters I, weekend. I do follow it. Um, not as much as I used to. I really – golf is something that I don't really do anymore. I've kind of given it up because of time purposes. Yeah. But I still enjoy it. I like watching the studs. Let me ask you this. We were talking about this yesterday in the office. I'm sure you're going to have a great answer to this I'm one. sure I will. I usually do. Let me give you two. I'll give you two examples, but okay. I'm primarily focused on Tiger Woods. Let's, put, let's look at Tiger and Phil. Both of those guys, especially Tiger, have elements of them character-wise that are not great, yeah. especially Tiger. We saw Tiger cheating on his wife, porn stars, all of that stuff, and yet. Andy's just kind of a jerk if you like read about Some of it. that, and yet he's still beloved. You still have a lot of people this weekend rooting for Tiger, yeah. wanting Tiger to mm-hmm. do well. Why is that? 
I think like why why is Tiger not scorned and like screw this guy he sucks. I think most people think he served his time. Sorry, that was your answer, right? No, yeah, you're, that, you're the one answering this. I don't know. I kind of feel like our society <clears throat> loves to build people up just so they can tear them down, and he's already been torn down, so now he's like viewed as in a redemption story. Yep, that would be my answer to that. Do you view Phil a little differently? He didn't have quite the personal issues, but obviously he's gambled millions of dollars. He's admi- he's admitted to that. That's been made public. Um, I don't know if there's any truth to the swinger rumors out on the tour, but that's a thing. So what rumor. swinger rumors? That him and uh, is it Amy, his wife? I think it's Amy. That they're swingers. Nice. <laughs> Steady like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I view. I feel like nice. Phil, in a weird way is always like a consummate underdog to Tiger. Yeah. Like, that's yep. how we view him. Yep. You know, because he was never the man. Even when yep. Tiger was down, like, it wasn't Phil's tour, it was Rory. You know? Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I've never viewed Phil as, like, the guy. Maybe I right. should have, but I always view him second fiddle yeah. to Tiger. He's been one of the guys, but he's never been the guy. <sighs> Tiger's weird because I, I didn't – I mean, I was – you know, you root for him and you enjoy watching his greatness and everything. But I was never like one of those Tiger holics. Were you guys? Because I know a, a lot of people. I, I know a lot of people. I, I, I rooted for him. Yeah, he was quite my a favorite bit. golfer. Yeah. yeah, mostly because of the video game, probably. You know, I would tune yeah. in to watch. By the way, since we're talking about Phil, did you talk about this? Did you? <laughs> I, we were talking about this last week, but I don't think we played it. I meant I meant to play this on the podcast. Now would be the time to do it because it's a very short story. Did you play on your radio show the? The Jake Owen, Phil, uh, Phil we Nicholson we story. we did talk about it. Yes, I want to I want to play this clip, but let me bring it up here. Okay, tell me when you're gonna do it, and I'll juice up your mic. All right, so this has a couple potty words in it, but uh, you, guys, you guys will be okay. It happens. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this and hold it up next to the mic here. This is a good story. I give Phil Mickelson a lot of shit though. Um, at Jordan Spieth's wedding. Jordan got married in November, and Phil was there. And it was the day after he played Tiger. I had a few cocktails, and uh, <laughs> I saw him across the room, and I was like, "I gotta go tell this guy what I think." So I walked over oh. to him. I was like, "Hey, Phil, you owe me fucking twenty nine ninety nine. I was like, "For wasting four hours oh, of my life man. with the shittiest golf I've ever seen." You guys hyped this whole thing up about this big match. You guys couldn't even make three birdies between the two of you. Holy I'm like, shit. "I want my twenty nine ninety nine back." And fuck, apologize to me for some shitty golf. <laughs> oh my god! And he pulls out a wad out of his out of his thing, and he grabs a hundred, like a hundred dollar bill. He's like, uh. He's like, yeah, I won 90,000 of these yesterday. He's oh, like, go, my God. Goes, Take 100 and go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that, man, that that makes me like Phil Mickelson, dude. And, and that was like on Barstool, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. That story is great, dude. The fact that, like, and Phil, so you're yeah. like, someone tells a story like that, and you're like, oh, man, that's a great story, but it didn't happen. Phil tweets, totally true. Yeah. Like, that's a real story. And you can imagine Phil, like, the, just the balls on Jake Owen to go over and say, like, you owe me 30 bucks for what I had to spend to watch that golf. I admire that so greatly yeah, just to be awesome. able to do that. I don't know. Do you I, gamble on golf? No. I don't even know how I you do it, dude. Have. It's not like. Actually, there's a lot of ways. Well, there's probably uh, too many. Let me rephrase that. I know how you do it. It's just like it's a four-day event. Yeah, but you can bet, you know? like, matchups. Mm-hmm. I like the matchups. It's just not. It's, like it's just not my racing. thing. I do the racing matchups yeah. all the time, every week. Chad Lysico and I, we have a ongoing like it's a deal where like we compete all season long. Yeah, and we each pick two matchups every week, and at the end of the season, we see like who won. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it's um, good clean fun. Speaking of racing, I got into uh, because of you. I got into that Formula One what do you series think? a little bit. Did you? It was good. It was good. Yeah, it's. Um, uh, there's a lot of wrecks and that stuff. It, I, I, can you imagine the money that's in that sport? Oh, my gosh. No. More All the we, money they spend on that car. More than we can comprehend. Then the guy goes out on the warm-up lap and, like, crashes yep. it. It's like, oh, that'd be frustrating. So I got really interested in that after the series and started doing some digging on the money just because I was just curious. So Sebastian Vettel, the top driver for Ferrari, mm-hmm. do you know how much he makes a year? I, I, like twenty million plus, probably sixty million a year, Jeez. just from. And like, think about like lots of sponsorships involved, and all know, that too. Think about like what we've been going crazy about with like baseball, yeah, 
deals and stuff, like yeah. making twenty million a year or fifteen million yeah. a year or whatever. And this is a race car driver getting paid sixty million a year. Well, they run twenty six races. Do you think that, that sport though? I'm not a race guy, so explain this to me as I'm watching this. What what I gathered was uh, having a lot of money in the sport is incredibly helpful, and the reason it's helpful is because, in theory, you can build a better car. It seemed like the lessers, the ones that mm-hmm. aren't ever winning, they're like their cars just aren't as good. Not necessarily the drivers aren't as good, but literally their cars aren't as good. What, what is the correlation between the money and the car? They're just able it's, to build a better engine? It's like the Yankees before the luxury tax, right? Like, you get the best people and the best the parts and all that kind of stuff, you know, and then the little guys don't have nearly as much. You know, the smaller baseball clubs didn't have the money to pay the talent. So, in theory, though, the Ferrari car <clears throat> is faster than the Force India car. Yes. Mm-hmm. Head to head. And theory, there's nothing that be. Force India can do to make their car faster. Well, I mean, if they could get more money and funding and right. research and better engineers and all that stuff. So money does buy wins in that sport in a lot of ways. To a point, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it's, it is it is a lot like Major League Baseball. That's the best. Like, But not always. Like The Royals, in theory, should never have won a World Series, yeah. but they were better with how they spent their whatever their payroll was yeah. that year than the Yankees who mm-hmm. had that. And the, you know they snuck up and won it. And that yeah. happens in Formula One from time to time. But in theory – the more money you have, the more wins you should have. Right. One of the things I like about their course You need to do versus, your return on your investment. Uh, yeah. Um, NASCAR, I think, does some of this. Correct me if I'm wrong. When I think of NASCAR, I think of mostly oval tracks, but they've got a few. There's are, a few road courses. They're yeah. different. The thing I liked about this Formula One is their courses are kind of cool. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. Going through cities and like yeah. just weird like The Monaco thing is stuff. a bucket list for me. Yeah. That would be oh fun. My gosh. Oh, my God. Be out there on a yacht like while the race is going on. <laughs> Just sipping on champagne. Yes. You know people. You make, make, make that happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just don't. You just don't know the yacht. That's people. a bucket list that I know will never happen because I can't even afford to get there, Dude, let alone show up there with your freaking pontoon coolers full of bush light. <laughs> yeah, like we're here to watch the race, acting hey. like it's big. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm here. I'm a cyclone fanatic. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, got some credentials. They don't even know like college football exists in Monaco. Like it. Yeah, racing exists. What's yeah, funny though it. is it's an interesting sport, but it, it's not a it's not a big sport. There's not a lot of cars in these races no, to start with. It's, that's it's, because it's so exclusive, though. That's the yeah. thing. Like it's so hard, and I think that that's why it's so popular. Who did like, you find yourself rooting for as you watch this? Did you have a favorite? I've I went I went right to Ricardo. See, me too. But, but like, he's also the first guy they showed. The problem yeah. is, um, I. I think I I think in this it's easier to pick a team than it is a driver mm-hmm. because the drivers move around and stuff so much. I think I've settled on being a Red Bull guy. Mm. I think that they're interesting because they're not a car company and one, and and it's why racing is such a good um, way to spend advertising dollars and why NASCAR still exists is because people are so brand loyal. Yep, and I drink Red Bull. Like two a day. I was gonna say. I think the reason is a can of Red Bull is attainable for you, and the Ferrari not so not so much. But not like at the moment, I think too though. Like the mystique of Ferrari is interesting to anybody. Yeah. Well, everyone's uh, mostly like a, a car manufacturer for the most part, and then you have Red Bull, and like then you have an energy, energy drink, drink pops in here. Yeah. So yeah. I think that I kind of am drawn to them, but. Um, you got like Haas Automation or yeah, whatever. I, you know, I, I'm just, drawn to them because they're American. Exactly. You know. We should do that, Nick. We should go to the United States some year. Saint it's Petersburg? in Austin. Oh, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it's right. It's in Austin, Texas. I think it'd be What's... so much fun. I've gotten into it. I've actually watched the first couple of races this I year. I set my DVR up to record them now. Yeah, yeah. The Chinese Grand Prix, I actually looked it up last night. It's at 1 a.m. on Sunday morning. Really? Yeah. Are they on ESPN, these races? ESPN, too. Like all of them? Yep. Yeah. Qualifying. I, I, it's a bigger sport than you have any comprehension of. It's like soccer. Like to, it's just huge me, around the world. To me, it, it felt like the difference. And again, I'm pre-qualifying here. I'm not a race guy. Um, watching that sport felt like the major leagues and NASCAR feels minor league. That's fair. To me. It is. You're accurate. I yeah. mean, the drivers in, because we've seen it, like Juan Pablo Montoya went from NASCAR or went from IndyCar which is like our American form of Formula One, I guess, yeah. if you had to describe it that way. Yeah. And he was kicking everybody's ass in IndyCar, and he goes into F1 and can barely get a podium. So I don't what, know if you've what, ever been what, more what is the difference between IndyCar and F1? Well, I mean, the cars are so much more um, technological. 
in 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 F one. It's not even close. Like if you put a F one car on a road course with an Indy car, I mean it. it, it it's not even. like a jet in an airplane, <laughs> pretty much. An Indy car is almost like a stock car that's an open wheel car in the sense that those cars are all designed to be similar. Mm-hmm. Where the F one deal, it's like you have certain parameters, but then the it's the manufacturer, the engineers, the they have so much more power in F one. Where an Indy car, it's like you can only do so much because of the rules. Yeah, they're like it's it's well named F one. It's like a jet on the ground. It, it is a, like that fast. Nick, you yeah. compared it to soccer. It's a lot like FIFA though, in the sense that it's so political. Yeah, and it's it's almost gross. Yep. Like the way that F one is managed and stuff. You know what's kind of cool though? They're not owners per se, but like the the heads of the teams. Yeah, like they'll have press conferences. Where like the heads of the team are all at the same table answering questions for reporters, you don't see that with general managers in baseball. No, you know, like where they're all like together and they're even talking about each other as they're sitting next like, to at each the other press too. You know, yeah, it's just it's totally, totally well, different sport. Like Renault is stealing like, Red Bull's driver and they're talking as about Red Bull right firing them right, from right, making their engines. Yeah. So yeah, the, what's it? Uh, what's it called? Formula One. What's uh, the show called Drive to Survive. Yeah, I think. I, I, yep. Even so, you would recommend it even if you're not a racing fan. Yeah, because there's enough backstory. Yeah, you know, it's it's behind the scenes. You're learning about these characters that are involved more they, so than just watching racing. Yeah, they did a great job producing that. Oh yeah. Now, oh, especially give like me the, a sprint car one. Like the high the high def slow mo stuff that they show when the cars are crashing. Oh, yeah. that stuff's cool. Now they're already doing it. I was because I was reading. It, I got really into this. I started listening to like F1 podcasts and stuff, and That's they're nice already level. working on the second season i know like yeah. i know why he doesn't sleep much he says he doesn't sleep much because every time he's like oh i got into this Dude, i got I, into that and like, i, I become like, obsessed with these it's things. like how do you just yeah you gotta sleep at some point man 10 episodes i think i watched it in two or two or three days binged it yeah yeah it's a very easy one to watch um but no i mean netflix netflix runs the world as we know hey did you see the disney stuff today no disney released its new streaming yeah. thing is this, and, a, is this a stock tip that you're giving out? No, the stock tip would have been to buy Two it about. Two years ago. Uh, actually, about, I bought a bunch of shares like like a month ago, yeah. and it, the stock jumped like $20 today because of this thing. So wait, is their version of Netflix, or what are they doing? They're coming at them, man. They, they pulled all of their, anything Disney owned, they pulled it all from everything. Yeah. Like, the only way you can get any kind, anything Disney is now through their, their and they, service. And don't, don't they own Marvel? Yeah, I think so. They, they own something. They, they just bought too. up so all Marvel's those Fox, not, Star Wars. Marvel won't be on Netflix. Marvel so will be on one thing that, that is. people don't realize is Disney now owns 60% of Hulu because nice. that came over in the Fox deal. They are going to take over the world. Monopoly scare me a little bit. Well, I don't think it'll be a monopoly, but I do think what you're going to see here in the next few years, there's got to be some, um, there's got to be some sort of like bundle. For all these streaming packages. Yeah. And then what's the difference between <laughs> that and like Dish yep. or Here's, If anybody yeah. wants to have a um, – I'm going to give out a business idea okay. that I will pay money for. Okay? So uh, Nick and I are friends. Not fr- I want, friends is the wrong word. We're, we're acquaintances with a guy that's famous for being able to start businesses and whatever. Good old Dane. <laughs> but one of the things he does is is the key to starting a business is you have to have an idea and you have to have people willing to pay for it. Okay, that's well, that's what a business is, right? And then you re- repeat the process. So here's the idea. I get incredibly confused by all the options out there. I'm not a techn- technological guy. Like, I have DirecTV at home. And the reason I have DirecTV is because, in my opinion, it has the most channels for the best price. I get all the movie channels, all of that. But as we move forward and things change, you've got Hulu and you've got, you know, fire some off here. You've got Netflix, ne- Netflix. Uh, you've Amazon got, Prime, you've got Video. YouTube TV. Red, YouTube TV. TV, Apple TV, Apple TV, PlayStation View, Roku. PlayStation View, Roku, right? Okay. To a guy like me, it's overwhelming. Yeah. I just want to say, F it. I, I'm just going to watch I, my I dish. I don't care, right? Somebody needs to create, maybe this exists, okay? But if someone came to me and said, I'm going to put together a package for you that understands what it is that you want to view and what you don't want to view. And here's the best options. Here's how to get it. And here's how to set it up all in one. I would pay for that because it's too confusing. 
right now. Way too many options. So if someone says, you don't care about those channels so you can forget Roku because that's what Roku does, et cetera, right? And you don't want 1,800 remotes. So you're going to have DirecTV, but you're going to subsidize it with this. That way you don't have to get the movie channels because the movie channels are on this thing over here. So you're going to save 80 bucks a month by having this and still be able to get. Somebody that does that, I think, would be able to make some money. That's all I can do. Yeah, it's a good point. That's a good. Yeah, I, I would guess stuff like that is already in the works. Did, so did you? Don't you see, think it's overwhelming at this? Oh, point? absolutely. And I think most people that are are streaming have cut the cord, have gone through multiple different services to find the one. You know, you have to you get you know yeah. a free week or whatever with all of them, but you, you're not sure what you're getting into until you're there. Yeah, I'm still old school. I'm still with Dish Network. I got YouTube. I hate, I hate Dish. We're, we're YouTube TV. Man, I like Netflix. Dish better than. DirecTV. The reason I got DirecTV up front was probably Sunday Ticket, NFL Sunday Ticket. Yeah. They were the ones offering that, and I wanted that. Um, and Dish, well, we got a guy here that works with Dish. Dish, Dish just Dish. has the red zone D- thing. That's Dish, the only thing Dish is get. disputing with uh, HBO right now, so you can't get HBO. Oh, I don't I don't subscribe to HBO. Yeah, so. so I wouldn't know. So, yeah. So, somebody out there, uh, run with my idea and D- call D- me and I'll, I thought I'll, D- I'll give you money. Dish had better technology. With their hopper and stuff, but I don't know where DirecTV's at, if they've come back from that or, or what. Yeah, we have DirecTV here. I um, No, I just feel like we're going to be in the same spot, though, because you're, people... You're going to be paying 200 bucks a month no matter what yeah. you've got going on. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's Possibly. inevitable. You know? Possibly. But one of the things I don't like is I pay for uh, essentially all the channels at home, and I don't watch 95% of them. I think that's what needs to change, mm-hmm. all card service. Like, we have 400 channels. Yeah. Click the boxes of the channels you want. You're billed accordingly. So the problem that. with that so is. You're not, you're not paying for everything. I know, like, we kind of have to pay for everything. Yeah, because otherwise everything's going to die. But people don't want that. I know. But things like, are going to die. Discovery people, Networks like owns, like, 40 different channels, right? They have three main ones, but then everything yeah. gets packaged in with it because then they get you know advertisers and all that stuff. But I guess I would argue if you don't have enough people to support your product, then maybe the product should not exist. You're right, but like, uh, what was the show about the guy who was on drugs uh, that was really popular? It was on like Annie or um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah, he made drugs. Made dr- whatever. I don't know. I didn't watch it. That would have never happened if we had a. Um, but, yeah. All a cart deal because like the I've I've read about this before. This is right in my wheelhouse. I love this stuff. Shows like that just wouldn't exist because th- these channels just don't have enough money. It'd be if, such a if, huge risk for the network to well, yeah. And if, and if they're not getting the bundling benefits, mm-hmm. that's why ESPN became the monster that it was because it could demand so much. You know, like our grandmas who may not have been watching these sporting events were. They're, they still had to pay for ESPN, and it was subsidizing them to buy the NBA package yeah. and whatnot. It's just, you're right. Like, this is going to continue to evolve, and I don't know how it will, but it will be, like, stuff's going to die off, which sometimes is for the better. No, I agree. Indeed. But then, like, we're, but then you have Netflix paying, like, how much money did Netflix pay to produce the F1 thing we're talking about? A lot. So, like, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're going to get more in other areas. It's just the evolution of it. I think the, we're going to get, um, better content as we move forward like that's good content yeah right versus fluff they don't care about i think people though old you know 50 years from now this conversation would seem completely ridiculous because <laughs> what's available then yeah people want what they want when they want it yeah that's where entertainment's going right it'll be fascinating to see what changes so i just got an app it's it's really interesting we're talking about all this because of the Cyclones TV stuff from earlier this week. Yeah. I, I just got an app. It's called Texture. Have you guys ever heard of it? No. So you pay nine ninety nine a month. And you can literally read like any magazine you want. Hmm. Like any magazine you want. You can like boom, time, click on it. Newest one, download it, read it. Huh. And I think that like this would be the future of streaming in some capacity. Yeah. Where they're like let's say Apple, for instance, creates this app or this service. It's called Apple Streaming. And within it, like with music, you can literally go and listen to any musician because they Apple's one of the rich if they may be the richest company in the world, it's them or Amazon or Microsoft, they're always right there. Whatever. 
they could literally pay any rights fees and stuff that they want to get all these. So, like, you can watch ESPN Plus on your Apple streaming yeah. device, mm-hmm. or you can watch um, Hulu or any of that stuff. Yeah. I think that, that somebody's going to make a texture app for all this streaming stuff, but it has to be one of those companies that can afford it. This is a sports-related... Yeah, it's going to be really the, expensive. The, 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 small endeavor. The, I think the thing that, that sports fans want is... Essentially, what what ESPN should be and could be but isn't, we're going to have a source or multiple sources where you can go and watch any game. Uh, no blackouts. Yeah. No matter what the sport is, right, you can go here and get it. So what channels, ESP, you know, Iowa State on today, are they even on TV? Yeah, they're all on TV and they're all on this app or whatever. And you just go and consume. It, it's annoying to not know. Is it on TNT tonight? Is it on ABC? Are the Cubs, are the Cubs on, on Comcast? Are they on 23? Cubs on feel like they're they on five different channels yep. or none at all because the the dumbest thing in sports, which is blackout rules, which if you understand them, at least from the from their origins, seemed like it was put in place because they want people in the ballpark and yeah. they won't do yeah. that if they watch on TV. That's ridiculous Yeah. now. And I'm amazed it still exists yeah. now. Seems like that should be ending at any point, but it hasn't yet. And it, I assume it has to do with money. But it's yeah. No, no one here in, in Ankeny is like, oh man, if only this game wasn't uh, on TV, I'd drive to Wrigley Field and <laughs> every year check it out. Every year when the Braves are at Milwaukee, I can't watch those games. Yeah, and I, I'm paying however much for the <laughs> ticket. Just, but I, I can't watch the Braves at Milwaukee. Just, just a uh, your local market. May, maybe a legal reminder. Uh, if you do MLB uh, streaming on Reddit, you can usually find it there. Yeah. So there you go. We got people out there that don't like bootleg and stuff. So Re- Regardless, this this Disney deal is interesting. And I think that the the Iowa State implications are really good. There's there, I'm already seeing this, that there's going to be a major struggle. A lot of the people who like have Mediacom are old. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. a fact. And like they're gonna have a hard time. My parents are raising their hand, I'm pretty sure, right now. My mom and dad do it. They subscribe to Mediacom just so they can get Cyclones TV. Swear to God's the only reason. Mm-hmm. Explaining to my dad what ESPN plus is, how to get it on your television, why it's probably a good thing for him as a consumer yeah. versus watching over the air Iowa State wrestling. Yeah. For me it's a good thing. Like, because this thing is changing every day, and you want to have a company like Disney behind the technology and not some of the descript- our friends up at Cyclones some of the descriptors TV. are confusing. Like, because if you tell me the game is on uh, the Iowa State games on ESPN three, that means online, Correct. right? Yeah, that's confusing as hell. Because then you're like, okay, I got all these channels. Where's ESPN <laughs> Where's three? ESPN three. It's like no, it's like call it ESPN online. This deal, so we know what's going on. This deal will be good because. I mean, like, for instance, I watch WWE Network a lot, or at least once a month when there's a pay-per-view. And I just have an app on my TV, like through Dish, that, boom, I just click it and it pops back on. This will be the case with ESPN Plus as well. It's going to be super easy, but it's what I'm finding is there's a generation out there who they think that, like, Cyclones, that they're never going to be able to watch Iowa State women's basketball game where – or the non-conference and men's ESPN games. And ESPN Plus is Cyclone TV. Yeah, it's the exact same thing, except yeah. one, it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. And it's way better technology. Mm-hmm. So what does that do to Cyclones TV? <laughs> so what it, they're going to try and keep Cyclones TV like in its form, except it can't have live games. Mm-hmm. ESPN Plus will have the live games, but Cyclones TV would still exist on whatever channel it is. Yeah. And it would be like coaching press conferences the same stuff like re- game Replay, replays, replays all that stuff like features documentaries all that stuff yeah but it's just it doesn't have live wrestling or live basketball or live gymnastics or any of that or one football game it's a it's a confusing deal and I, i've tried to i wrote a column about it and i tried to describe describe it to people um but they it there's a generation gap for i think a lot of these people who are tuning into media if your audience is a 20 to 70 uh, they're going to yeah. view that very differently or yeah. understand it very differently. But I think people our age can look at this and go, well, yeah, this is great. Now I can watch an Iowa State game just on my phone. Yeah. Or I can, you know, it's yeah. not hard to get ESPN Plus just popped. 
That's how I always watch Cyclones TV. I never, I don't have MediaCom. Never had MediaCom. It, but if I ever watched a game, I just either hook my computer up to it, or you know, like there's there's a Roku app, there's yep, all that stuff. Are, yeah. But That's yeah, the eyes start glazing over the older you get. Yeah. When you start talking about I, apps and hooking computers oh, to man. TVs and all of that stuff. It's like I, I they don't want to go down that road. You, you, the biggest thing for me, and I would cut the cord. I, I probably would have done it years ago. I don't have good enough internet. Mm-hmm. That's the. I think that's a big thing holding a lot of people back. And that will yeah. become a thing of the past. Yeah. Pretty soon. It has to. You know, not only that, but just the ability to get stuff. I, I'm amazed by so so 5G is coming. Yeah. Right? It's already actually are, just happened this week. They're already working on it or whatever. So that's coming. But I've I've been amazed. Uh, the Fox Sports Go app that I watch on my phone is clearer than what I get on my TV. Oh yeah. Like certain apps are amazing. It's like, like I, the first time I pulled that up, I felt like I was there. I'm like, how is it so you, clear on my phone? Like, and I can't get the same damn thing on my TV yeah. at home, which is annoying. So technology's changing boys and girls embrace it. And, uh, <laughs> we're just along for the ride at this point. So is a uh, real estate. Should we give Ryan Grove a shout out? Uh, we can give everyone a shout out. Real estate's uh, busy. I'm sure Nick can attest. It's uh, Nick just got a close today, right? Nick had a closing today. Yeah, I think. congratulations. Uh, my uh, my most stressful deal I've ever, I've done so far. Do wow. It all came about in the last 24 hours. Do you want to do you wow. want to tell that story or no? Um, yeah, sure. So I, I have an Alice. The seller is out of state. They uh, they they kind of they flipped a house, so they ended up doing. Um, through the inspection, they decided that uh, instead of doing the repairs, they would just throw some money at it. And Which we, just happened. You know, yep, that happens all the time. In lieu right? of repairs, yep. we'll give you money. That's what we call it. So we got the, uh, you know, there's still some docs that need to be signed in person or by hand. So send that to the, the person out of state. They overnighted, you know, the package back to me with all the docs. We talked about including the check, but yep. um, signing docs can be difficult. So I first looked at the docs to make sure everything was signed correctly and didn't even think about looking for the check. And I don't even know if it was in the envelope, but... Uh, Yesterday, we're getting ready to close. It's, the closing's been delayed on the buyer's side for a week and a half now, and the uh, all of a sudden, the, the check's not with the rest of the docs like I thought it was. And this is a cashier's check. It's not a personal yep. check. Cashier's check, yeah. So uh, I, I go through every piece of paper I have anywhere that's work-related. I, uh, I came here, went through the whole office. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it fell out somewhere. Maybe somebody picked it up. Maybe whatever. Yep. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Nowhere to be found. You know, so now I got the sellers like, how, like, where, how do you not have the check? I'm like, well, I don't know. Did you send it? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, like, you know, we're, you we're not bad. blaming each other, but we have no idea where this check ended up. I mean, it could have gotten stuck in the envelope. That's my theory is it got stuck in the envelope and I just, you know, I didn't go back and I've had that happen, the by the way, usually with tickets, if you, uh, get it something via FedEx or UPS in those envelopes and you pull things out, sometimes something was like, maybe it's static. Yep. Kind of sticks to the envelope yep. a little bit. So long story short, uh, you feel like you maybe misplaced a two thousand dollar check. Yes, well, oh, it's brutal. And she can't just go and, and get a, another check issued. She's gonna be, you know, sitting on another, you know, two grand that's out there, and waiting ninety days for this other check to to kind of, you know, close that one out. And have the bank say, yeah, it's, it's not. Uh, so it's the, not gonna the, get cash. to the shout to the shout out here uh, to to Charterhouse and all the agents that work here is uh, when those situations come up, uh, we deal with it. You do it the best you can. Uh, I didn't tell her to overnight me another check. That's real. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to float some money. We're going to try and fight with the bank to see if we can get them out to later. close that first cashier's check out. And yep. She's going to, you know, we'll work that stuff out in the end. But uh, really stressful uh, deal we've been trying to close for, like I said, a week and a half now. But at anyway. least done. But you got it done. At least done. And that's all I really care about. And, you know, if I work, you know, essentially for free on that deal and then I don't ever see it, I mean, I guess so be it. But uh, Well, hopefully hopefully you'll get some money back on that one. Yeah. But we try to do what's right. Yep. Um Speaking of doing what's right, Ryan Grove up at Ames. I always look for the segue. Uh, Ryan's moving real estate. Uh, getting excited for Vegas. We're still about five months away from Vegas, but uh, Ryan's excited for that. He's also excited to help you buy a house uh, or help you sell a house up in the Ames area. Um, Ryan did that with a client of mine. Closes coming up, I think, but Ryan got it sold for them in one day, two days. Um, they were pleased with what he did um, as well up there. And uh, good dude. So awesome guy. I'm not going to overpromise Ryan being on this because no. we've tried that a few times. It's not. <laughs> it's not Ryan's fault, by the way. Uh, just schedules get changed around, and Ryan's a busy dude. But uh, Ryan's up at Hunziker. Give him a call to buy or sell. Um, and uh, he might be a good guy to talk about TVs too. He's got multiple TVs in his basement, like Williams does. So I'm not sure what he would do with the. Uh, you mean like William, you do too? Who, who he subscribes to? Yeah. 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 
But I'm I'm straight. I just do uh, DirecTV. I don't do the apps or anything. Yeah, I just like I said. I think if I had better internet, I think I'd just take the plunge and do it. But I, the the thing that I like about the TV thing is the DVR. It's so easy to like because I have to record so many games. Yeah. With my job. Well, yeah. So like with YouTube though, like I have unlimited DVR. Space. Really? Like yeah. No, it, it kind of stinks because it records everything. You're like, well. I don't, yeah. I don't need – I can go and delete that if I want to, but you never do, right? Just, yeah. It's all out there. I've gone through both uh, CenturyLink and Mediacom, and I haven't really had a whole lot of issues. Now, every once in a while, you do. And I'm a little more a little rural than you. I mean, it's just like my internet's just not as fast. Yeah. It's frustrating, though, because like Bloom is in a newer neighborhood, but it's only like five houses down. Yeah. His is lightning fast because yeah. the infrastructure is better because mm-hmm. of what they – Well, it's a difference of uh, our office is relatively slow, unfortunately, and my house is – way faster and life is better when you have fast internet so we had to actually block youtube off the ipad last night kids Kids were getting into some nude Uh, stuff no there's no i don't there probably is nudity on youtube i'm sure but no seaton uh seaton's supposed to be he's eight he just turned eight he's supposed to be on youtube kids oh and he's an inquisitive kid and likes to look around and uh so mom had told him no youtube for you the real stuff because youtube is a rabbit hole you know once you get going you don't know what's (laughs) popping up so she found him on the real YouTube the uh, last night. So what was he watching though? Uh, something about you're fat and you're you're stupid. And, you know, it's, oh, it's that's not, weird. It's not you know, it's you not should, violent stuff. It's just you know. I watched this really good deal. The on stuff the, that's meant for older people than yeah. than him. I watched this really good deal on YouTube the other day about the Denver airport and the New World Order. <laughs> really? under it. You should show him that. Are there aliens on, underneath the airport? Check that out. What was what was the what was that called? I don't know. Just just go to YouTube and look up Denver Airport New World yeah. Order, and it'll pop right up. There's a I cool, don't want that to be in my search history. There's a cool new thing called One One Planet, One Something. It's brand new to, yeah. to Netflix. I was watching it's Nature. Oh, nature. high def nature stuff. Those are awesome. Ups. I love those. It's really cool, and it reminded me of. There's just not that much difference between the animal world and us when it comes to chicks. So it was showing <laughs> um, the birds. It, it was showing birds doing their mating <laughs> rituals. And this one breed, this one breed of bird gets on a branch, and then he invites three of his buddies over. This There's like four birds on the branch, it. and they're, they're all lined up. They're all lined up, and they start doing like, uh, you know, the uh, the shuffle game on the the video board. Where's the ball that you see at the Iowa State game? Like it's going all around. Oh yeah. These birds are jumping over each other, and they get their routine. They get their routine, and then it stops, and it shows these three birds like all looking at the female. Like, was that good enough? Is it going to get the job done? And then the female bird's like. Come on over, and the bird. Come on over, big boy. The bird flies over for literally gets he mounts her for like Jeez. a second, My and God. then flies back off. And I'm like, that that was it. That's how long they do it for. <laughs> but no, they 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 try uh, just as hard. To I don't get what the complaint is. We do. You know, <laughs> that's no. not normal. It was super quick. So anyway, that's probably as good a place of any to end. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed this week's podcast.